Hello, and welcome to Channel of Paradigm Blog, where I search into contents about how we can keep our values in life. Do things the right way, without relying on shortcuts. And live a quality working life. First file of contents deals with basics of leadership, and we are in its second chapter, entitled, Contemporary Leadership Models. This video presents three contemporary leadership models. In the previous article, I gave my attention to a setting that is necessary and is a prerequisite when we are considering various contemporary leadership models. In essence, an organization must be built correctly. Modern leaders' strength is in activating human potentials throughout entire organization. And he or she is not able to achieve that result without a well-defined identity of an organization. Essentially, this is what it means to do a management and leadership role professionally. To have an organization constructed as it is supposed to be. To take care for all the necessary elements. And with it, to provide a platform on which leader can really do his or her job well and devote him or herself to members of an organization. In next few points, we will take a look into specific contemporary leadership models. If this theory will do the same for you as it did for me, you will gradually start digging even a bit more into potentials of what our working life and our working environment could actually be. Well, maybe it is best not to give any more of my words, but better just let each of you see for yourself. So, what is a central task for a modern leader? First chosen model is servant leadership. The foundations of servant leadership were laid by Robert Greenleaf in an essay in 1977. For a brief insight into his thinking, here is one thought from his writings. Leadership arises from the natural desire in the individual to help and to serve others. What started with an essay became a movement and later found its way into science as well. Greenleaf by himself, and others who worked on and polished his ideas later on, see leadership primarily as help. If you want to help people around you, which in an organization means your colleagues, to progress and to get better, then you are fit to be a leader. If not, then leadership is not something you actually want to do. According to this model, Leaders' success is measured by the extent to which members of the organization grow, professionally and personally. Leaders' job is to facilitate work of followers, to help them achieve their goals, help them advance in their knowledge and skills, and also health, personal balance, and so on. A model builds its success on a principle according to which employees care about work and results, when leaders care about employees. It gives best results in fields of work that are servant by their nature. For example, education, healthcare, 
and public administration. Second chosen model is transformational leadership. This model was conceptualized as a pole opposite to transactional leadership. With a nature of exchange of value between a leader and a follower, transactional model has only low potential to respond to higher needs of individuals. This means that it is very limited in chance to awaken higher levels of motivation. Transformational model changes the game in this regard. It was crafted by James Burns, a historian and a presidential biographer. It is meant to awaken the highest possible motivation in people. In light of this, the opinions and beliefs of followers are of high importance to a transformational leader. He or she wants followers to be equal partners in the pursuit of a common mission. In compare to a transactional leader, this leader will in prevalence not give orders, nor specify exactly how tasks should be done and completed, but will guide others by sharing mission and vision. A wish for this leader is that everyone internalizes an identity of an organization, so that everyone can then really trust themselves, follow their thoughts and ideas, and make their decisions well. Such an approach to leadership allows followers to test their ideas, build and evolve their own approaches, use a lot of their own talents, and so on. It thus takes motivation and engagement to a higher level, and emphasizes self-fulfillment. In words of the author, both a leader and a follower are constantly moving on towards better forms of themselves reaching higher levels of morale and motivation. Third chosen model is authentic leadership. Authenticity will be a big topic in my writings. In general terms, it points to something that exists in a genuine, real or original form. In psychology, it is quite a broad characteristic. One author wrote, that every time a person experiences personal growth and feels like life is slightly simpler and more natural, it means that this person reached a higher level of authenticity. Working environment today is often characterized as a place with many people hiding behind their masks. Doing things that I must do. Doing things that I don't really believe are right hiding things and pretending to get a job at a job interview. And all these can just drain a lot of energy from us. Authentic leadership is a response to these occurrences. An authentic leader sees his or her job in building a significantly different atmosphere. He or she wants to foster openness, trust, and transparency in relationships. An authentic leader steers resolutely away from a traditional image of a heroic and invincible leader and offers a very human and humble leading figure. Such attitude from leaders is what builds unprecedentedly high levels of trust inside organizations.
It fosters positive psychological capitals, such as commitment. And it also leads to better decisions, as it becomes unneeded to hide your weaknesses, or normal to admit when you simply don't know the answer. In last three points I presented models that in my opinion give the most comprehensive picture of what paths modern leaders should take in developing their leadership behavior. Other examples exist, but are technically often some sort of combination of the three. They however do circle out a certain characteristic or a desired aspect of modern organizations. Let's again mention three of those. Number 1. Agile Leadership It is now an often used term that today's organization need to be agile. It essentially means they need to be able to react well and quickly to a multitude of challenges that they face. Linda Holbeck, author of The Agile Organization, wrote that agile leadership is a combination of authentic and servant leadership. Agile leaders are platform leaders, focused on enabling followers. They want to provide all needed, including a shared sense of mission and vision, so that everyone can be empowered and autonomous in their work, and can therefore make quick and good decisions. Number 2. Participatory leadership. As already pointed out, Today's leaders want to include members of organizations more, share responsibility, and enlarge a pool of knowledge and skills organizations draw from. With this trend came the reborn rise of idea of sharing ownership, which unbreakably makes those members partners and more involved in all decisions made. There is an institute in Slovenia called an Institute for Economic Democracy that helps companies make that very step. In their words, participatory leadership is the one model that emphasizes a message of inclusion the most and facilitates this process the best. Number three, quantum leadership. Even though it is mostly connected with physics, Many today tend to talk about a quantum world in other senses as well. A word is used to point out that a world is getting very complex. A modern quantum leader understands that it is futile to try to control, but has to rather operate with trust. Such a leader is not a performance builder, but rather an institution builder. He or she focuses on erecting and polishing all the ground factors that are sources or triggers of organizational success, that is an appropriate culture, an appropriate structure, etc. Leadership models are word-built illustrations of optimal and advised leadership behaviors for nowadays world and nowadays needs and expectations. I believe that this article gives you many relevant messages and cues on which you can build your leadership behavior and your working relationships in a new and better way. 
models are a part of so-called normative theory that gives us an image of how something should be done to reach best possible results. So, they are an image we can always strive to go towards or have as our guide. They are here to give us a clear and simple message. What can be a big capital in dealing with complex tasks, such as leadership?